Welcome everyone to Ultra 64. This is a special bonus episode brought to you by some of our very generous patrons. Uh, my name is Steve Guntley. Hi, I'm Woody Siskowski. I'm really excited. Oh man. Woody, For once I feel joy. Woody is vibrating through his seat because uh, our special guests today have picked one of his very favorite games ever uh, mm-hmm. to play today mm-hmm. and a game that he's really good at. And uh, I'm I'm going to be just kind of struggling to keep, keep up with everybody today. But I'm very excited. We're talking about Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock, and we have two very special guests joining us today for this episode. Please introduce yourself, special guests. Ah, hi. I'm a real tough cookie with a long history. I'm Elliot Jaranil. <laughs> and I'm Danny Rosewell. Danny, Danny Rosewell. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. We're so happy to have you back. Uh, uh, Danny's new to us, but uh, but we've had Elliot on many times, and uh, always a delight to have you. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Ready, ready uh, to rock. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Let's I'm I'm gonna have a little uh, exercise for everybody at home. Uh, everyone, just just close your eyes as you're listening to this podcast. Okay, I'm doing it. We're going back in time to the mid 2000s. Oh man, what a beautiful night it is outside. Uh, 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 the the global warming still not a thing. Uh, don't worry, we can still deny it for a couple more years. We're yeah. fine. You've probably got a six pack of Smirnoff ices, and uh, you're listening to the new Postal Service album in your uh, iPod oh, Nano. Such great heights. On your way to go meet your friends, talk about the latest episode of Lost, and and what's this? Oh, your your friends are there, there's some raucous noise coming from your friend's house, and some clicking and some rock music. What is that? Oh, your friend got Guitar Hero, Whoa. the hottest item of the <gasps> mid two thousands. Oh my God, I feel like I'm there. I feel like I, uh, all my wasted potential is still before me. It's great. Uh, yeah. I definitely lived this moment when I went over to a friend's dorm room who had just gotten Guitar Hero and was like, check this game out. And I had already played it a bunch, so I kicked all their asses and they were very impressed. <laughs> With a fond memory. Always good. Always good. Uh, so, I mean, we are, the Guitar Hero is just an absolute phenomenon or what was at the time time. like it it absolutely like kind of had to be there but it was as big as it could be it it blew up it was absolutely crazy and uh there was just kind of this brief but uh really kind of beautiful little moment where everyone just had these weird plastic instruments in their house and we were all just rocking out to fog hat and just having (laughs) a great time with things with our little kicks you know the the craze for peripheral instruments they may have gone by the wayside but i think the games are still a lot of fun i still think that this is going to kick off any party if you uh if you break this out when you have some friends over but I wanted to ask our guests specifically because uh, we could have talked about any Guitar Hero game, any Rock Band game, any any kind of game in this genre. You specifically chose Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock. So before oh, we get into like the history and go deeper into the series here, I want to ask our guests: uh, Why did we choose Guitar Hero Three specifically? Well, well, this was my entry point. That's the same for you, right, man? It was. Yeah, I fiddled around on number two briefly, but not enough to like click with it. it this was definitely definitely the moment where. Something in my psyche, and it seemed like in the collective consciousness of the whole planet, just like <laughs> gravitated towards it. It had something about the set lists, something about oh, the ridiculous challenge of mm. it. It was like the Pokemon Go of its time. Suddenly, like people were meeting up at time zones and forming gangs to have like battles in the streets like an anime it was incredible politicians were telling us to guitar hero to the polls too it was great it didn't it didn't make sense then we would get it much later i think i remember going to a guitar hero tournament that was at the grocery store 
Really? Like they, oh, you, you man. would, you would like stop by the checkout aisle and like play a song, and then they would like, record your score. Like for food? Like would they give you food in exchange? <laughs> yeah, you. I came in with a sign that said "Will get to Will plastic guitar for food." <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good promotion. That'd, yeah. that'd be. I'd be much more motivated to get good at this for game. Real. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But. There were some I, dingy bars where I was growing up that would have like a lonely Guitar Hero booth next to the stage. Um, it's like it was like the early two thousands equivalent of a karaoke night, you know? For real? Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you you mentioned yeah, bring your mind back to the mid aughts because it's like yeah, bring your mind back to the mid aughts when we were playing this game where most of the songs were from the seventies and eighties and <laughs> it very much so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guitar music was I having mean, a this- revival. I was loving that part of it because, like, this wasn't uh, our generation's nostalgia. This was, like, nostalgia from a generation or two back. So it was kind of like discovering a few new songs Mm. and uh, finding some new ways. And there was a real boost. Like, um, Harmonic, I mean, this game is not by Harmonix, um, but for... They would always throw in a couple like random songs from bands that you had never heard of Mm -hmm. that were just apparently, like... really deep cuts, weren't there? Yeah, but they were, like, clearly designed, like... They put them in because they were very fun to play on the game. And yeah. like a lot of bands essentially like made a breakthrough by having their songs featured in Guitar Hero the same yeah. way like, yeah. you know, Goldfinger with Superman just became like this huge song like Freya's The Sword from Guitar Hero or The, the Sword song Freya from Guitar Hero 2. Yeah. Wait, the was, band is called mm, The Sword? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Got it, that got became it. like, okay, this is like an iconic song for them because they're not a well-known band, but every time they go to do a show, like that's the song that's requested. Yeah, and then yeah. they ended yeah. up supporting yeah. Metallica on that tour that we saw them at um, in the arena. That was sick. But, oh, but wow. yeah, on that on, bands... There's definitely bands that sort of are known as Guitar Hero bands as well. One of mine and Elliot's favorites... Uh, I th- uh, they're called an endless sporadic, and they were like a bonus track on three and four. Was it three and four? Oh, yeah. Okay. And so tying in with like one of the deep dives you guys were doing earlier, um, the drummer from this band, an endless sporadic, uh, Andy, he worked at Neversoft, and um, he had this project with a guitarist, Zach, and they snuck in a song in Tony Hawk's American Wasteland called "Son of Pearl." Oh. And um, just because of his, you know, place in Neversoft and them doing Guitar Hero 3, yeah, they snuck in Impulse in the bonus set list and uh, formed a little uh, cult following because of that. And yeah, I ended up playing one of their songs for my graduating recital from Music Uni. Absolutely love them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it really felt like they were designing. At, at the yeah. time, I would say it was like a Guitar Hero design song. It was full of... Uh, combo breakers. Is that a word that everyone uses? Combo breakers? <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. Us, killer in- us who grew up on Killer <laughs> Instinct. Combo yeah. breakers. That's, That's all we use it. <laughs> it's pronounced with four six. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. You got to gotta hit it hard. Is. Yeah. Um, there's some, there was just something really gratifying about a, a song that was sort of built as a challenge to overcome, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. That was oh, the same man, this- for a lot of it, I guess. Uh, this game has a number of those, those kind of like Mount Everest songs that are yeah, uh, pretty yeah, difficult to get through. Uh, well, let me let me dig into the history a little bit. I'm going to have some questions for you guys as we get into this. But um, let's talk a little bit about the rise and fall of Guitar Hero. <laughs> Very epic story. Guitar Hero first debuted in 2005. It was a collaboration between a hardware producer called Red Octane and a software producer called Harmonix. Now, Red Octane, they specialized in making 
peripherals for arcade games. Okay. And they worked with Konami on this game called Guitar Freaks, where they basically just built like a little plastic guitar. If you've ever seen it, it's pretty similar to Guitar Hero. Okay. When that came out quite a few years before, right? I believe so. That was that was a late 90s, early 2000s, okay. something like that. Um, either way, Red Octane had a really great time building that guitar peripheral, and they wanted to do something themselves with it. So they reached out to Harmonix, uh, who were then known as kind of the, the creators of these rhythm-based games. So they did Amplitude and Frequency, and they were also responsible for the Karaoke Revolution series. Have you guys ever played Amplitude or Frequency? No. I never have. They're, they're a pretty similar feel, honestly, to Guitar Hero. It's like you have this sort of spaceship that's going up a note chart, and as it comes by, you you have a bunch of different buttons on your controller. They're sort of using every button on your PS2 controller uh, to correspond to what note to hit. But, like, it's not a big jump from that to Guitar Hero. Yeah. No, I've seen them before. Like, I've seen both of those games, and I remember them being singled out. I personally have played a lot of Karaoke Revolution uh, back when that was out, which, <laughs> which is, like... It's a rhythm game more than anything else because other games will measure your pitch. I think this one's kind of measuring like when you're coming in with the notes and everything like that. So right. it is kind of in the keeping of this. So the original game came out. It had uh, more than 30 real rock songs that players could jam along to. Everything from classic rock like the Ramones and Black Sabbath to more recent stuff like Franz Ferdinand and Sum 41. As as you go through this, Steve, I just want to share my own little personal guitar please. here. No, I, yeah, every, yeah, everybody please do. Yeah. I got the first one, I believe, as a high school graduation present. Nice. That's, that's what I was excited about because it... You know, it retailed for like 80 bucks or something like that since it came with the guitar. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I think that the reason that this game was such a phenomenon, one thing I think about a lot is sort of video game logic and being very accustomed and used to things in games yeah. that they be, no longer surprise you. And for example, like I think of the God of War series a lot where like you push a box and then the person you're with steps on the box and opens a lever. <laughs> like to somebody who's never played a video game, that seems neat. But we have seen that so many times right. that you're just like, oh, there's a box, I push it and my friend goes and opens the lever. Sure. And it becomes pretty boring and just kind of like a chore. Um, this game, like for whatever the first Guitar Hero game you get, when you strap on that guitar, you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing with this. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. sort of totally taken by surprise. And it's like, my feeling is like, oh, I know how to press buttons. I can do this. Yeah. But like, you feel so uncoordinated and it's awkward. A, and that's like, thing, every it? time I pick it up. Yeah, and it's, it's a very weird feeling when you play a lot of video games and then you play a video game and you're like, ah, this is frustrating. I'm mad <laughs> at it. What's boxes. going Where's on? Boxes and levers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. It, exactly. So like when I got the first Guitar Hero, I started on, I think, Medium and I just failed songs. I'm like, ah, oh, this is so hard. And then I yeah. went down to easy and slowly worked my way through. And it was like, I remember playing some of those songs in the first Guitar Hero so much, even on like medium, like uh, the Queens of the Stone Age song in that game. No one knows is was so hard. Mm. And like I, I got stuck on Cowboys from Hell and like all yeah. these songs. But I slowly got better at it. And it was one of the very few times that I remember since, you know, when I was very young, first learning how to play games that I actually like had to struggle and improve, like make slow progress in a game. Yeah. And like, that's very, that's a very satisfying thing to do, but you it's really in many ways, practice routines, don't you? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. in many ways antithetical to why we play video games. Cause I feel like usually when we play games, it's like, 
all right, instant gratification. I know what I'm doing. I can figure this out. Yeah. This is a pretty easy challenge to overcome. And this one, I was, you know, I had to fight for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially coming from us uh, being musicians as well, it's a great leveler. It's like, yeah, I've been playing guitar, whatever, for years. Yeah, I can, I can play this little toy, and it's like, oh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I was, was that's, such a leveler. Yeah. That's something I really wanted to ask you guys about. Like, as musicians, like, how how do you how did your approach to this game like change? Were you into the music scene before you played this game, or did this kind of like uh, come around after? Or and, and does it affect the way you play real instruments? Because I think that was a lot of the concern. Is that like, oh, I'm learning to play guitar, but you're not really. You know, yeah. you're learning yeah, to. There was, there was a huge like debate at the time about if it's spoiling your ability to play the real guitar, or right. if having spent years practicing on on a real instrument is giving you a sneaky heads up. And <laughs> I don't think either of them are really true. I started playing and and I had to I had the exact same experience of thinking, you know, I can I can cut it on expert. Whoa, no, <laughs> yeah, maybe no, back to easy and and easy was a struggle and. It was really humbling, especially like, I mean, now I've played guitar for like 20 years, but back then I, I oh God, back then I was a teenager and I thought I was the best thing in the planet. You know, <laughs> well, at the time, a really humbling experience. Yeah, well, at the time of when, like, I got Guitar Hero 3 and we were hanging out playing. And oh, yeah, what? he was my friend that was lucky enough to get Guitar Hero <laughs> in that story from before. <laughs> oh, okay. I was the guy with the goods. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, because um, when... That first hit, we were both attending uh, university doing music degrees. And for me personally, this was a really good way to practice, get a break from uni, but still engage with music in a meaningful way. And as well, exposing me to a bunch of songs that I just wasn't aware of otherwise, even by bands that um, were pretty reputable and out there. Um, I, th I think this was yeah. like my first in with Iron Maiden, to be honest, like... Wow. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, because, you know, playing the game as well, like the fingers, you know, aren't really, uh, of course, accurate, you know, whittling down a hundred or so frets to five buttons. But, you know, the um, the right hand doing the rhythms, that's pretty well accurate to it. So, yeah, your coordination between your two hands stays the same. Yeah. Your sense of like metronome rhythm timing. There's a lot of skills that do transfer. It's just. It is a very different sort of skill set, to, um, especially like sight reading it as it flies towards your face. Um, so, so neither of you have felt like your your real life playing has suffered for mm -hmm. for your uh, guitar hero skills. Man, it definitely you're able to suffer. Well, I think we both would have done <laughs> better. At uni how much if better it was I could have been <laughs> for guitar hero. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, I got so sick of people telling me that I if I invested the amount of time I played guitar hero into actually learning a real guitar. Like, the, the just, oh, man, that was such a common refrain that I just yeah. closed off my mind to. every smash piece of avocado, you'd have a brand new house by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Delightful avocado house. <laughs> just keep it out of the sun. But no, I mean, we had a couple of friends who were guns at Guitar Hero, but, like, weren't musicians at all. And, like, we'd try to show them yeah. guitar and whatever, and it was like, uh, I can't do this, you know? Um yeah, it wasn't quite instantly gratifying enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because I, I think the from it. 
Um, and we'll we'll get kind of into it as we get into the game, but I think the thing that this thing that this game really does that just like practicing a guitar doesn't do is makes you feel like a fucking rock star, which yeah, this is yeah. more of a rock star simulator than like a musician simulator. So I, I think that kind of works more on that level. Yeah, because even when you're playing on, you know, medium and you're only playing half the notes that the song plays, you still feel super cool like oh, yeah. playing along with Rage yeah. Against the Machine yeah. or something. And you you sound good. You like got a solid guitar tone with amps and people cheering and the yeah. when you hit your star power. Oh yeah. yeah well, that's the oh, difference. Is like when you actually sit down and try to play the guitar and you're like, oh, I'm gonna play Bulls on Parade, and you kind of don't know what you're doing and you strum around. You're like, oh, this yeah. sounds like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like when you play it a guitar, you're like, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. And like yeah. all the positive affirmations from the game as well. Like, yeah, dude, you rock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can only get mm. you can only get three stars, like three to five stars. You can't score less than three stars yeah. if you finish the song, which I always thought was pretty fun. So like, <laughs> like, I'm adequate. Know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess All right, so that's the pro- Sorry, man, you first. Oh no, no, go ahead, please. In a way, that's the only problem that I sort of got out of it is that it does sell this illusion that tiny amounts of work will make you sound like this. Yeah, like right. In, whereas tiny amounts of work, you, you you never learn scales or chords, or you don't have to do any of the boring stuff. Like on the real theory, yeah. You can struggle and struggle, and at the end of the day, you've got Twinkle Twinkle to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Wally Doodle. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're rocking the right stance, you can probably make pretty cool, yeah. but like, I don't know. It's, oh, it's yeah, a real heavy metal that. version of Twinkle it's Twinkle. Still <laughs> well, you bring up a, and I mean, that's an important step, isn't it? Yeah, well, you bring up it's a good just, point about the whole amp situation as well, because, you know, you're starting out gear yeah. on guitar, sounds like shit, and it's like, not until you invest a lot of... Um, research into what gear and pedals and amplifiers and all that sort of shit you want will you sound like right you know tom morello sure oh, sure no and i i'm i am money when they're no. kids yeah and, and i'm confident that like this game in terms of getting people into music like this game brought far more people into music than people who like lost interest uh in playing music to play guitar hero mm. like it's definitely like an entry point to New music and getting excited about learning the guitar in real life. Oh, not yeah. for yeah. everyone, like not yeah. for me, but uh, for no. you know people with drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I did hear a stat that like some uh, over twenty percent increase in the guitar center sales in the U.S. Yeah, um, that they attributed to Guitar Hero anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I went through a huge phase of all my students wanting to learn set list songs from World Tour <laughs> Legends. Perfect. All right, so uh, the first game, it came out in 2005. It was kind of a surprise hit. Like, people weren't expecting it to kind of catch on as much as it did since it did have a higher price point and kind of a steep learning curve. But people were into it, and uh, the word of mouth around it was quickly growing. And by the time Guitar Hero 2 came out in 2006, it had become like a blockbuster game. Guitar Hero 2 was sold like 4 million copies or something like that, and it's like... Holy shit, this is like an actual gaming phenomenon at this point. And Guitar Hero 2, because at this point, I had finally made it through all the songs on Expert and Guitar Hero 1, so I was stoked for Guitar Hero 2. It may have been the most hyped I have ever been for a game. I remember (laughs) I bought, I think, an official PlayStation magazine that came with a demo disc. Oh, wow. And it only had two songs. It had... uh, you really got me by the Van, Van Halen's cover of that. Oh, okay. And um, mm-hmm. Strutter by Kiss. And I played those songs so many times. Nice. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this. And then I think I got up at 7 a.m. 
and took the bus to the games GameStop uh-huh. uh, from campus, which I had never like really gone out from campus. <laughs> and so I was just standing at the bus stop holding my, you know, eighty dollar long, long box of Guitar Hero two. That's and perfect. then I think I just played it for, you know, weeks straight. And that oh, yeah. that's my favorite one in the series because that was sort of when I was at peak guitar hero. And mm. I and I felt like they really sort of Harmonix is a cool company because you really get the feeling that most of them there are actually musicians themselves right. and have a real understanding of music and a real deep knowledge of it. And Guitar Hero 2 had a lot of very inspired song choices um, in a way that I don't think the third one has as much. Like, I would say the third ones are a little more obvious. Okay. Um, but not, not not in a bad way, but just like, yeah. Well, it's more of it's course more you on have theme, like, I guess yeah, you'd say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Two has just some weirder songs that you're like, wow, that song is awesome. And to this day, like, Allman Brothers Jessica is my favorite uh, oh. song to play in any in any oh, good r- rhythm game. Yeah, it's like having uh, number two was like a late night DJ. It was full of really like obscure cuts. You mm. know, it was more of a exposure to music. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. but you're talking about the development team being sort of uh, musicians themselves. Like, weren't because I haven't played one or two at all. Um, sure. uh, wasn't two and one like mostly covers? Like they didn't have the master tracks, so like they were um, recorded and performed in house. Yes, that mm. is true, and that that's a narrative. I mean, the whole rhythm game industry has its own little narrative, and the way it started is like bands and companies didn't want to license the master tracks, or you know, the games that made them didn't have the money for those tracks. And once it became revealed that like, oh, this is a big industry people are interested in, like starting with number three was the first one where it's like most of the songs are the original version mm, yeah. yeah there's, there's I have to say like covers in there but I yeah think. Like, I, I think by the first rock band too it was mostly masters yes. as well um yeah. and the covers yeah. in guitar hero one and two are quite good oh, like yeah. um there's definitely times where you're like like i would say the singer is often what sort of turns you off but like often like the guitar parts are indistinguishable oh sure yeah yeah and they they, they had like an in-house thing um, I, I, there's like a gentleman named like Steve um, Amulet or something like that who recorded a bunch of these sort of really tricky riffs and he did like the bonus songs later or he would just record like tremendously difficult songs specifically for Guitar Hero that oh, were wow. like downloadable mm. that you can watch videos of people playing online mm. that are just grotesque. <laughs> 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 I mean, this kind of stuff. I mean, I, again, we'll get to it, but this kind of satisfies the same itch as like watching a really insane uh, Mario Maker video yeah, online yeah, or something. Definitely. It's like it's it's one of those where you kind of have to just be in awe at what humans are capable of, you know. And like watching somebody play through the fire and the flames on expert without missing a note is like holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do people do this stuff? I think it's going to be much harder than doing it than doing it on a real instrument. Oh, too. Yeah. It, it like, probably is because even if you're the guitarist for Dragon Force, you don't play the song exactly the same way every time. You, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, be, and it will and still it sound like, good. Duck points if you change something. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. The crowd's like, "You missed that A flat. You suck." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, uh, all right. So during the production of this game that we're going to be talking about today. Activision kind of saw the potential of the series and they saw how people were going nuts about Guitar Hero 2. So they paid $100 million to buy Red Octane and the Guitar Hero license. And at the same time, MTV Games made a pitch 
to for $175 million to purchase harmonics with the intention of capitalizing on the same trend themselves. Mm -hmm. The result of this partnership would be Rock Band, which hit in 2007. And Rock Band similarly was a massive, massive hit. And with the Guitar Hero series also firing on all cylinders, gamers of the mid-2000s, they were starting to get kind of overwhelmed with the sheer number of like plastic doodads you had to buy to play these games. <laughs> yep, so between, between 2005 and 2010, there were 17 games with the Guitar Hero license and then another 10 from Rock Band, yeah. which is a ridiculous amount of uh, rhythm games in a, five in a five-year years. span. So there yeah. were special themed editions of different games, like Beatles had a Rock Band, Green Day had a, a Guitar Hero, Van Halen, Aerosmith, a couple of others. Um, they started coming out faster than people could buy them. And then spinoffs like Band Hero and DJ Hero like just didn't connect with anybody at all. Has anyone yeah. played DJ Hero? I see the peripheral at uh, thrift stores a lot. I do too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played it at thrift stores. Up I played it a little bit. Go. Oh, it's just. It has say. its charms. Oh, no, that's okay. Uh, it, it has its charms. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not. Mm. It it's just not as satisfying of a like tactile experience. Like the sure. guitar just yeah. feels cool to hold. And to sort of be pressing buttons and spinning the little DJ board is not quite as satisfying. Yeah, I've been considering not... getting it because I remember playing it once, like at a party or whatever, and like it took a little bit, but when it clicked, it was very fun. And um, okay, so I have been thinking, it's, yeah, like you can probably get it for like twenty bucks at the moment, full set. Oh yeah, that one's that one's pretty available. Um, twenty dollars yeah. Australian is like. 20 cents yeah. American <laughs> oh yeah pretty much I'm pretty sure that's right yeah yeah um so I, I want to talk real quick like because the narrative this game Guitar Hero 3 which I know we still haven't got into specifically but um essentially marks the end of a era of the rhythm game genre kind of yeah. because when this was a game that was only designed to be played on the guitar peripheral mm -hmm. and the and thus every song could be centered around the guitar and it had a narrative. It wasn't a party-focused game. It was kind of like a one-player or a co-op-focused mm. game. Whereas when Rock Band came out, which a few years after Guitar Hero 3 and was such a hit... Same year as Guitar Hero 3, Oh, actually. but yeah, I think yeah, it came out a little after. A little after. They, but, were, um, they were put in direct competition with each other. Got yeah, it. Yeah. But once that game was also a hit, it's like, oh, that's the future is like a party game setting where everyone is playing different instruments. Because yes, in the yeah. later Guitar Hero games, even though they were still called Guitar Hero, had a drum set and people singing and all that. And what that essentially meant was the songs could no longer be guitar-focused. Yeah. And the more important thing was just name recognition yeah. of like, yeah, also I want to play like or sing that song. Difficulty, like challenge yes. as well. It needs to be party accessible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And so, like, I love... Rock Band 3, that's also one of my favorite games. But it's a very different experience than yeah. Guitar Hero 3, which is like kind of a show-off-y, like masochistic difficulty game. <laughs> like Rock Band is definitely like just break it out on a party with people who may or may not game. Sure. And like it, it's just a weird thing that within this same genre of rhythm games and this sort of fad period of it, there were two very distinct periods like pre- yeah. and post-Rock yeah. Band. Yeah, like this, this game. Like this game is like for real. Ingvi Malms. This is Ingvi Malmsteen, <laughs> and then every game after this is John Mayer. <laughs> there you go. Sure. There They're you go. both masturbatory, but in very different yeah. ways. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I've been really digging in. Because um, yeah, Sydney's um, under lockdown at the moment, so like one of my big projects has been digging up the Guitar Heroes and rock bands and working my way through them. And 
The thing that I find mm. with, yeah, the post three games when they did introduce all the band elements is, yeah, like what what he was saying, the guitar was suffering and like you try and work through the career modes and man, it's just hours of boredom before you get to something like really interesting and, and meaty for yeah. the guitar. And like while those songs might be good for the other instruments, but I mean, even then, I, I don't think the microphones ever worked properly for Guitar Hero anyway. So the idea mm. that they could be viable party games, even when we were playing them at our height, we weren't using the microphones because they'd have this weird feedback delay um but we'll get into that when we get to the calibration thing later yeah <laughs> sure so you know with with all of these different options on the market uh the 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 plastic peripheral genre kind of oversaturated itself in a really bad way and in 2011 activision announced that they were halting all future development of new games there was an attempted reboot guitar hero live that came out a few years mm-hmm. later that is an episode for another day for us. We're going to be covering that on the Wii U, and we'll see how much things have changed with that did game that come out on the Wii compared U? to this one. It did, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's We're going to be playing that one for sure. Huh. Uh, so that leads us to our game today. Finally, 30 minutes in, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock. This was released October 28th, 2007, developed by Neversoft and published by Activision, and it is available on PS2, PS3, 360, Wii, Windows, and Mac. Uh, So we're checking in with our old buddies uh, at Neversoft after our long deep dive series on Tony Hawk, uh, which you can find at uh, patreon.com slash ultra64pod. So the team left Tony Hawk Pro Skater after 2007's Proving Ground, and they were put on this game after Harmonix jumped ship. So... Activision felt that since Neversoft had this really stellar track record and this ability to produce quality material on an annual basis, that they would be a good fit for it. And also, they clearly had some keen musical senses from uh, the the soundtracks of their games. Um, So the game came bundled with a newly developed wireless controller, which was modeled after the Gibson Les Paul. And critics at the time actually praised the improved design. And weirdly, they were singling out the guitar peripheral on the Wii, because that was the only one that vibrated because it's it's like you basically you jam a Wii mode inside the uh, the guitar body and then it'll actually vibrate and had a couple of different options that you could use like with the speaker and everything to give you different well, effects. You can't just jam it in, man. You've got to slide it in. Slowly. You've got to correct. You've got to sweet talk it. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> in dinner, that because like that was one of the first things I turned off because of the whole thing with the audio lag and calibration, it would vibrate to yeah. the beat of the song when you activated star power, which would always okay. be out with the audio sync. Yep. So yeah, yep. <laughs> cool feature. Okay. Right okay. <laughs> Did it? Okay. See, I never played it on the Wii because I, I tried to avoid most games on the Wii. Cool. <laughs> uh, if, if there were multi-platform games, you don't get the Wii one. That's just kind of generally the I way mean, to explain. I mean, this series also, just to get into this calibration thing that Elliot's talking about right now, this series came out in an awkward time um, where people were transitioning between CRT TVs and HD TVs. Yeah. Um, and I played one and two on a CRT TV, and I think three also. Um, but they're trickier to play now because when you play these on an HD TV, you have to calibrate the lag. Because yeah. Like games work instantaneously on a CRT, um, so you're always able to keep rhythm. But here you need to go into the settings each time you hook it up to a new TV and like strum along with sort of a metronome so it can calibrate your difference in the visual and audio lag. 
Um, yeah. which, and you have a bad sense of rhythm, then you're just fucked. I yeah. mean, you're fucked oh, with man. this game anyway. Well, that but, yeah, became you're just... a nightmare because it's sort of a crutch. When you're sitting there playing and you hit a wrong note, was it me or was was it the yeah. lag? I better go calibrate again. Right. Click th- another wrong note, I better recalibrate again. Okay, mm. I better recalibrate again. Suddenly it's 45 minutes later and I'm still not sure if I'm just shit at playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm actually, I've decided I'm going to blame all of my failings in life on lag. <laughs> I, I, think, I think most of the things that I, that I do wrong in my life are because of lag. You know, I, I can't be held responsible. I'm fine. The world's just out of sync. The world is just slightly behind me. <laughs> Come on, people. Get on my time scale. Well, and I will say for, yeah, the Guitar Hero 3, that is like, uh, in comparison to all the other games, um, that I played in the series recently. Uh, I think this is the one big downfall of this and makes it hard to uh, return to because the calibration uh, process got better in um, uh, the games that came after this one. So yeah, I oh, felt yeah. like I, I was fighting the calibration massively. on this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I had a little bit of trouble getting used to it as well. I played on the PS3, uh, which, which calibrated pretty well. I originally had this on PS2, and uh, for this episode, I just bought another disc for PS3 because I remember the graphics on PS2 are so were so terrible, and I remember being so angry about them because this game looks much worse than the second game in the series. Like the design of your bandmates in this game, they're all they're all just freakish. They like, they went very stylistic yeah. with it. Like I feel like, like your Singer guys has this just gigantic jaw. Yeah. It looks um well the the look in the first two games, if you've ever seen them, is just kind of like generic mannequin rockers. Like they're sure, not yeah. they're not they're, they're, there's not a lot of models out of like Tony Hawk, you know? They look yeah, like kinda, kinda. But they they're not distracting in their terribleness. Like they look yeah. fine and like the animation on the drummer in Guitar Hero 3 is awful. Mm. Yeah. His arms like don't bend. They just kind of <laughs> like yeah. flop up and down. And I thought, oh, it's because I'm playing this on the PS2. So I bought the PS3 version. That game look it looks equally bad. Like it looks in high definition, but the character designs are still horrendous. Yeah, it's uh, it's not really a matter of like graphical fidelity. It's more just these designs are kind of like blobby and gross, you know. But yeah. I mean, they're they're trying to put a little it, more personality into it. It doesn't really matter that much because to like yeah, say that this game doesn't look good is because you're you're your peripheral, like, you're always staring at this fretboard and the notes coming yeah. by, and so you're not really looking at the, the characters as yeah. much. Yeah, it's very background. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, like, I have got both on PS3 and uh, Wii, so I was, uh, even this morning, just sort of flipping back and forth just to see if I can notice any significant differences, and, like, uh, the Wii version, you know, once you get past the, you know, dodgy anti-aliasing, you know, jagged edges and stuff, yeah, like you're saying, you you get into the rhythm of it, so to speak. But yeah, once you then turn to the PS3 version, it's like, oh yeah, this looks slightly better. But yeah, nothing stops uh, the horror show of the band. The, the yeah, it, it's <laughs> just the PS3. I think lots of lots of hate going out towards Lars Umlaut right now. <laughs> I think that the PS3 has like the widest gap of graphical quality. Mm. Like when you look at this game and you look at like The Last of Us, right? Like, I can't believe these are on the same systems. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like Deadly Premonition or something, yeah. Which is, I guess, that's a design to be crappy sure. looking. But either way, like uh, the this game, when they were originally designing it, they were going to go for more of a rock band thing. They wanted to do a multi instrument thing, and I think NeverSoft was the one who pushed for it to just be guitar. They wanted to really kind of perfect the guitar gameplay here. 
uh, uh, and really embrace kind of like an old school rock, like me- death metal kind of vibe with it, which is a mm. smart way of distinguishing it from rock band, which I think had a little more like top 40 kind of stuff, yeah. a little more accessible things. Uh, and it kind of paid off. This is overall the best selling game in the entire series. Activision wow. reported wow. sales of $100 million in its first week alone. And then uh, Mike, uh, Mike Griffith, who was the CEO of Activision at the time, he said in 2009 that Guitar Hero 3 is the very first video game to exceed $1 billion in sales. Jesus. So wow. it is yeah. huge. I mean, you know, keep in mind a lot of that price is being inflated by the additional guitar. But still, pretty damn impressive. I do think, like, this is a great game, and I have very few criticisms of it, but I do think it's one of those situations where a lot of the sales numbers are driven from the previous game. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like people kept kind of holding off on Guitar Hero. And, like, they're like, "Eh, I don't care. I'm going to see how this first one plays out. And then the second one, they're like, ah, $80. But then they went over to a friend's house and tried it. And by the time this one came out, they're like, yeah, I got to get Guitar Hero. And so in motion. Yeah, because this game does not do, aside from a pretty big difficulty spike, this game does not do a whole lot more than the second one. Like, well, I believe this this one introduced a story mode, right? Because well, two not really are a career mode, I guess. The, no, the second one had a career mode. Oh, like did it? these games, another difference between these and Rock Band is you would have to unlock each song, mm. right? Which is mm. not conducive to a party game atmosphere. Like Rock Band, I think the, the later games of Rock Band, oh. they're like, yes, every song is unlocked from the beginning. But yes, the mm. things that they mm. added here. Um, so this, the second one introduced a co-op mode, Yeah. um, where one player could play, uh, the bass or rhythm guitar, though I think in the second one that was not available on every song, and here they made it on, uh, every song and they added a co-op campaign. Okay. So you can play through with someone. They added a weird battle mode that is available in multiplayer and occasionally in the single player. And the way this is this is a weird This is thing. a very Hype weird mechanic, shit. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, our we Windows needs updating. Battle guys. Um well, you it's not optional like mm. we never played it. I've barely played it in the two player mode. It's it, it frankly yeah. it's a bad mode. <laughs> like um I found it frustrating. I was just fighting Tom Morello uh when when Woody man, came it was in. So bad. And uh it, it's it's kind of a frustrating mechanic cuz really the whole strategy should just be to like stock up on power ups, like hold off yeah. on them until yeah, he's on his long. Ones, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His lo- wait till his long solo at the end when you can't counter and just hit him, hit him, yeah. hit him, hit him, hit him. So Doesn't the way work. this works, he's, nerfed. he's way nerfed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is um, uh, you have to hit combos um, that give you power ups. Like you hit three star notes in a row, and you'll get like a power up that makes the opponent get double notes or have to hit their whammy bar um, before they can play notes again. And so it's almost like a Mario Kart mechanic, but it's like every weapon is kind of like the squid in Mario Kart where it just makes it more frustrating and harder to play the game. For everybody, yeah. And you're like, I just want to play this song. And so you feel like you're not you're not winning via skill. You're winning by memorizing where your opponent's notes are coming up and right. then hitting them with a yeah. bunch of power-ups. It's a risky mechanic because the game is already balancing being very frustrating, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
And so, so yeah, let's let's talk about the difficulty level here a little bit because the last song in this game, which is a very inspired choice, like it's a cool way to end this game. Like yeah. Guitar Hero Two ended with Freebird, which is like once you do that, what do you do next? <laughs> um, but like this game ends, you eventually go to hell, sure. um, and your band goes to hell, and you have to fight Satan, and you're fighting him with this sort of heavy metal cover. Of the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, nice! Um, which is very, very well done. But it's in this battle mode, and I think if you consider like expert kind of the this game is a little tricky. Like, do you consider expert kind of a hard mode to this game, or is it like the default mode where all other difficulties are kind of building up to expert? That one. Solid okay. Question. I'm I'm on that side. I think. Yeah. Because um, you know, when I was first I learning the it. game, you know, easy was a bit too easy. Start, uh, so yeah, started out on medium. But then when I was ready to make the jump to hard, I actually found hard very difficult because it uses all five colored buttons because, yeah, that's the big difference between medium and hard. You go from four to five colors. But hard yeah. just like randomly decides to just skip what rhythms you're going to play. Whereas expert is like, it's mostly a hundred percent accurate. You play every single. Yeah. It's a lot more specific yeah. of what the song is doing. Yeah. So, like, expert is the like easy ones way hard. Maybe it's cause we're mu- music yeah. background, but I find the easy ones way harder to play because it doesn't really r- relate to what you're listening to at the time. Mm. I, I kind of have the same problem, but with, you know, I, as most listeners know, I'm a man of uh, zero skills or abilities in any sense of the putting, word. You're good at but I, 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 uh, I believe in you. I, st- I struggle really bad with that orange button. For whatever reason, I can't get my finger over to that orange button without fucking up my entire like headspace. But I also feel the so I need, I tend to play it on lower levels. But I also feel the need to strum along with every note because mm-hmm. I'm like tapping along in my head with every note. So there. There are things that you're missing out on. So in some ways, it can be harder on the lower difficulties. No, except on easy, where it just gets kind of boring. So with all that said, where like expert is kind of like the proper way to play the game. And that's not like, I'm a, I'm a big hurt, like play at the difficulty level that is fun for you. But like if you say, okay, it's building up to expert. I think that this game is like the hardest game that has ever sold as many <laughs> copies of it as it has. Oh, wow. Because like... <laughs> I have beaten this game, but I have beaten it. Humble brag. W- yeah, humble brag. <laughs> but I have beaten it once. Like, I, thanks. Like, I beat the devil, and then I could never do it again eh. because he comes at you so fast, and like, the, the notes are just crazy. Like, the whole last tier of this game, between like the Slayer song and I think Cliffs of Dover, like, they're just insanely hard, and you're no matter how much you've played it, like your fingers get very tired. Yeah. You have to like stop playing for a while to give yourself a rest. And like, I, I I honestly wonder how many people have actually like powered their way through on this on expert. Cause honestly, I I think it's too hard songs that are unfinishable. I know people are finished them. So I know I'm, I know it's not true, but they're like dragon force or one by Metallica or no, what's the one? Oh, what's the one that just turns into like a puddle of messy solo at the end? <laughs> oh, cult of personality. Rain, rain. Cult of personality. Oh, sure. Oh, oh, wow, dude, it's just like sloppy notes all over your page. Yeah. I mean that that Dragon Force song through the fire and the flames. That's kind of become like the the legendary song yeah. of this series. That's kind of the yeah. Mount Everest for people. That's but, the uh, 
I appreciate it. Night that you might stumble across when you're yeah. out in the country, so you know, yeah. yeah. are out there waiting for like, you. Exactly. With that song, they were thoughtful in the sense that they made it a bonus song that you essentially unlocked. By yeah, you don't the have game. to. You don't so you have didn't to beat this feel game. like you had to overcome it to beat the game. Like you play it over the credits. It was the end credit, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the target shooting game in Smash Brothers <laughs> was through and the fire and flames. It's the perfect way right. to do a silly song like that. Yes, you know? yeah, but like just the last tier of this game that are essentially beating the game are just yeah like you said metallica's one are just so so hard yeah. well that's sort of where um i think actually later games get the difficulty in the later levels a bit better because i think I, I don't know i might just be speculating here that i feel like the developers made a lot of these songs harder like just to be, yeah. you know, more gamey yeah. in that expert way. But right. I like a game that doesn't pull its punches, yeah. you know? I feel that there's enough games out there that are designed to be easy to win, to make you feel, hey, oh, I won, yay, that was fun. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's a great experience, but it's not the same as overcoming a challenge. You yeah, know? well, yeah. I think in the case of, like, the Slipknot or the Disturbed song, you know, um, those bands tune their guitars in such a way that they can play, you know... Um, multi-note chords with one finger at a time so that, you know, yeah. when they're doing mm, those yeah. big riffs that have two notes playing at a time and really fast, like, that... Absolutely, there are songs that are harder to play on Guitar yeah. Hero than on guitar. Is that so yeah, really? Yeah, Man, I 100% I agree with that. Absolutely. Mm. I, I, I do think, like, in regards to the difficulty, you're like, oh, these are just really hard songs, but it's like... The charting that they do is in some ways kind of arbitrary. Like, they could take out, like you know, a third of the notes in some of these solos, and it would still sound like you're playing every note. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. notice that yeah. with how crammed some of them get. And I do think, again, like, this game sort of represented the end of an era of a, like, rhythm rhythm genre, and, like, that level of difficulty was part of that. Like, later games would not have many songs that rivaled the difficulty of these. Absolutely. Did you guys ever play... What's the word? Do you guys ever play bullet hell games? You, you guys play End of the Gungeon? Oh, I love End oh, of he, the Gungeon. He's all about it. Yeah, yeah. Man, I could play that game every day of my life. Yeah, me, um, I, I, did, I did for a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same challenge, you know? That ridiculous, like, spray of bullets all over your screen. There's, realistically, you know you're going to get hit. You can't 100% these songs. It's the same sort of thing, you know? It's, it's an absurd challenge that... You, there's no human way to succeed, and then somehow you yeah. do, and you arrive yeah. at the end, and you look down at your bloody beaten self, and you're like, "Damn, I am pretty good. <laughs> I do rock." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do and then almost poof, wonder. Kong goes everywhere <laughs> <laughs> with a kapoo noise. Yes, yeah, so that that's very... that's yeah. the noise it makes in Australia. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the toilets flush the other way, and cum sounds like kapoo. <laughs> <laughs> All these cultural differences. Um, yeah, so I much. do. Like, the level of difficulty, my only complaint is there definitely felt like a lot of times I would just kind of flop my way through. It's like I wasn't really getting better at the song. I just had a better feeling of when to activate star power yes. so mm. that I would not fail as hard, um, which is not quite as good of a feeling as, like, I felt like most songs in Guitar Hero 2 I was able to essentially master, and I think I five-starred every song in that game. Whereas wow. here, like the last tier of songs, I'm like, nope, not going to happen, not even going to try. Yeah. Yeah, but I still know exactly when to hit star power, and it's 10 years yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you get to the end, and um, you've had your six star power saved up, and you're like, oh, I didn't use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm I'm of the Goonie variety that like I I just kind of completely lose my focus when I'm trying to activate the star power. Yeah. Like when I tilt the neck, I'm like, all right, well I might as well just start over. <laughs> what? Oh man, yeah. I get to the end of every game and I've got 900 potions <laughs> saved up for just in case. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, just on that quickly, yeah, that is my other criticism of this and what other games corrected is, yeah, there's no way to t- turn off the tilt star power in this one as well. So yeah, yeah, um, you have to stay perfectly still, otherwise you're constantly activating it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was always kind of an annoying feature. The Wii's not a great machine. Let's be honest here. <laughs> punches. The Wii was not a great machine, and it was. How dare you? Sometimes. No. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm on. I'm, I'm sorry, on board. But I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I'm a vocal Wii hater. Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, the big, the big sort of jump in this game, like they had those guitar battles, which I think were pretty questionable in terms of an improvement mm. from Guitar Hero Two. It's nice but, as like a bit of uh, uh, tying it to kind of like. Yeah. Like rock history, yeah, you know, you want real people in here and <laughs> famous, and, uh, famous beloved this... rockers show up, like uh, Slash and Tom Morello, Brett yeah. Michaels, and Brett Michaels, who's to totally on the same ass. league as those yeah, people. Did you Did you guys hear about the the Guns and Roses thing with this? No, what's like that Axl Rose. Axl Rose sued this game. Uh, they or they yeah. sued the makers of this game in 2010. He uh, he lost a lawsuit against Activision for 20 million dollars because he claims they misused his band in the series. And he said he wouldn't use let the company use Welcome to the Jungle in this game because he learned that Slash was a playable character. And at the time, yeah. they were like having this huge feud where they couldn't be in the same room, or like mm. like Axel would have people thrown out of shows if they showed up wearing a Slash T-shirt. So like, wow. just yeah. out of pure pettiness. Uh, and the lawsuit got thrown out because I guess he brought it to courts like three years after the complaint, which was like too late for it. But yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah. So there, there was this big Guns N' Roses kind of kerfuffle over this game. So this game just generally like had a much bigger budget and like it's going to have a lot more recognizable songs than Guitar Hero 2 where you're like really yeah. excited. Like a lot of sort of iconic songs by bands that you felt like you'd be in there, like LaGrange by ZZ Top. Oh, yeah. Or That's a Pride and Joy by... Pride and Joy by Stevie Ray Vaughan is is one of my yeah. favorites. I mean, we got some Foghat, we got some Rolling Stones, mm. Alice Cooper, mm. Kiss, uh, Tenacious D, Hard is in there. Yeah, absolutely. Hard. Yeah, this was the first one where Metallica licensed a song for yeah. one of these rhythm games. And then they got their own one of these. Yeah, did they? Get, was it was that the a Guitar Hero or Rock Band for that? That was a Guitar Hero. That was a Guitar Hero. And okay. Aerosmith as well, who um yeah got their own game after this. That's the best selling Aerosmith album. Is Aerosmith Guitar Hero? Fuck off. That sold better oh, wow. than any Aerosmith? any individual Aerosmith album. Guitar Hero sold. Well, that's better. that's the crazy thing about this game. These these games were so popular that like. Pretty much every artist involved in these games uh, reported like a spike in sales. Mm. Like so, yeah. people yeah. were buying Foghat albums again. Like, which is kind of amazing. Like, I I love that kind of narrative of like, yeah, sure, you can use my game for the or my song for this game. Oh wait, I'm famous and popular. Well, again. that's how that's how the yeah. narrative played. Like the early games, the bands like, I don't really want to license my song for this weird like plastic guitar game. Yeah, this and is then, for like, babies. And then like by the third one came along, they're like, hey, put us in your game. Come on, we'll give you the original version. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, yeah, absolutely. And then yeah, in Guitar and Hero also, 3, you get Slash and Tom Morello making an appearance and then in Guitar yeah. Hero World Tour, <laughs> you got like so many more rock stars like Billy Corgan, Hayley Williams from Paramore. And even yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Tool licensed their songs out, but in an interesting twist, when you play those songs, you don't have the band footage. It's just a bunch of um, weird, trippy Tool art. And um, because okay. yeah, they didn't want to have 
you know, a fake digital band playing their very meaningful tool songs. Like, sure. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody kind of made out with this, mm. and I mean, I feel like the 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 Guitar Hero, or I'm sorry, the rock band Beatles. I've heard that one mentioned as kind of like the creme de la creme, like the best of the best of this kind of game in terms of that design a, of instruments, really in terms of gameplay. Experience. It was gorgeous to play. Like it was so well done. The Beatles songs are simple, but it's just oh yeah, done so perfectly that. Man, it it was just joyous to play. Absolutely, and it, well, and that, but it flopped the, too. That game, that game, kind of bombed. Really? like because there were just there were well, too many of these. Sure. At, and by they this also point. had to spend yeah, so saturation. so much money. Oh God. to get the those songs licensed. Yeah. Like, they had that hilarious like uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet that there was that hilarious E three footage of like Ringo and Paul McCartney reuniting on stage for the rock band Guitar Hero, and they both look so bored. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is like a huge fucking deal. The surviving Beatles are on stage together for the first time in forever, and they could not care less. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. So I mean, man. yeah, this game's got a pretty good variety of songs. I think it's at 73 songs in total, yeah. and then there are more that you can download as well. You know, So the, the online components have been really juiced up here over two mm -hmm. and then you have the wireless controllers which is kind of a big deal as well because yeah. i think yeah these yeah. these these work so well as wireless controllers um, they were so much more satisfying to play too absolutely. oh yeah absolutely and you know uh like i said this is never a game i've been very good at anytime i try and break it out but i find and i don't know if this is the same for everybody else i find that i do better if I'm just leaning into the cheesiness of it, if you if like <laughs> if you're sitting down and like paying attention and trying to play, then you're yeah. not going to do very well. If you're standing up, legs akimbo, power stance, like really hitting it hard and making stupid faces, you're going to have Jack a great Daniels time, and, and you're going to do better. No shirt, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're, you're, you're feeling your the couch. rhythm. You're feeling it exactly. You are. You're feeling, it, and you're kind of getting into the 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 rock star mode of it, which yeah. I think is what this game does yeah. so well. Yeah, I find it um, easier to play this game standing up, to be honest. Like, Yeah. That really worked great as it swept, like, oh, you guys wouldn't have time zones. What, what do you call them? Video game arcades and things. Um, yeah. Uh, David, Dave and Busters. Dave and Busters, yeah. That was a Dave big, that's, a, that's a big local one for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Chuck, e, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. But yeah. 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 It, was, it was like a huge thing at, at our, our arcades and... And there, there were like regular, I hate to say gangs, but definitely like mm -hmm. groups that would 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 come and, and and fight each other around our local arcade machine. Yep. Um, and they had like reinforced cabling <laughs> to the guitars. And yeah, I just I just learned that this existed as an arcade game for the first time, like mm. a little over a year ago, oh, when I, I went to a nearby arcade and they had the Guitar Hero Three arcade. And I believe this was an arcade game after it was a console game, right? Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. I think that's how it went. I, I think, I think so it was too. it was developed for consoles, and then you know they they decided to make a Guitar Freak style arcade cabinet. Yeah, for and it. those things are very heavy duty. Like yeah. those guitars yeah. weigh about yeah. twice as much as the uh, as the the home version. It felt yeah. so good They're, though, and like they they had a few bonus songs as well that weren't in three, like Surfing with the Alien by Joe Satriani, which yeah, oh wow, so much fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, big leather yeah. straps on the guitars, mm. and like you're standing there at some shitbox arcade, and with 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 this ancient, stinky like Guitar Hero strapped over you, and there's a crowd of people in a circle around. <laughs> oh, 
And then like the guitar barely works and you do shit and everyone laughs at you. <laughs> it's not God, calibrated. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> now, is this the game that introduced the hammer-ons and pull-offs or was, did, was that in the that earlier was, games? So they were, those were, came out in the first Guitar Hero was the concept of hammer-on and pull-off, but they were basically broken in that game. Okay. Like, the game would say that you could do them and try to explain them to you, but yeah. the timing had to be so precise that it never worked. Okay. And it this, really fixed it in this mm. one. Um, the second, was, the second one, it works pretty well. Like the second one got that mechanic right. And so the narrative here is like they made your windows of time to hit notes easier and easier with each successive yeah. game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so like this one, the hammer on and pull offs, like you can be, pr- they're pretty generous with uh, your timing, and which makes yeah. these songs much more fun and it allows that level of difficulty where you feel like some songs are just going to be so hard but you're able to slide your finger up and down the note board and hit all the <laughs> notes and it feels really good yeah yeah um number three i believe was the one where they started doing this sort of layered fingering where if you're hammering on three notes in a row you can sort of keep your first three fingers down as if you were on a string yeah um, yeah and it's a very like realistic feeling instead of trying to like hit buttons as they go past um I was worried I'm, this was going to be another like Tony Hawk manual thing for me, like yeah. where I did I didn't know that that existed, and it's like kind of the key to unlocking the game and like understanding how to play the game. So it, it's only the key if you're playing at the harder difficulties. Which like I'm on just medium, you can not, usually yeah. get by strumming um, every note, but at some point, just to be clear, like hammer on pull offs allow you to hit one note in a sequence and mm-hmm. then um, only use the buttons for the a couple of the remaining notes instead of having to strum every time. Yeah, like if it's adjacent notes, like in quick succession, yeah. like you could go they, red, they, green, they're, yellow. They yeah. sort of are clear notes instead of having a black circle around them. Yeah. The notation. Yeah, like your Angus Young shredding with one hand or something. Sure, Which yeah. is good because this is like one of the things that carries over to an actual guitar. And like, I reckon if you were going to learn guitar after this, you'd have this sort of technique in your head. Uh, um, yeah, conceptualized yeah. at least. Um it, it feels different to play, but it gives you that same style, that same approach. Um, yeah. In fact, what I think is really interesting about... Sorry to just, like, blather. <laughs> no, but, please. Um, um, that's the medium of podcasting. It's just, <laughs> it's just people blathering. It's just white men Ooh. blathering about video games. That's, that's it. Well, yes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, is what, what I really found interesting about it is how learning them like this... Uh, I tend to just I tend to just play expert, but on slow or slower, like in practice mode. I I I'm not quite like clean enough to really sit happy in in career mode or anything. But there's something more satisfying. Rich, it's a richer experience playing in expert than in hard, and it's a big mm. jump. Mm. Um, but going like I've discovered this joy of learning songs on Guitar Hero, like. Uh, having your hands sort of be able to walk along with, with the patterns of the notes, the three notes groups, the four note groups, and then switching between this chord and that chord. I'm, I'm, I'm like noticing a lot more about the song that I'd never have picked up just listening to. Um, and, th- and I think there's songs that I've never really enjoyed or appreciated until I'd learned to play them. And mm. then you really like get a feel for the joy of what they're doing. Mm. Um, Cause the experience of making a song or like performing it is is hundred percent different and richer than listening to a song, which is also a great. Sure, but um, I th- I think 
it's it's as a, it's it's almost a teaching tool. It's not a teaching tool, but it's almost a teaching tool. <laughs> you know, right? Like, you, I listen to these weird complex patterns in the in the rhythm section or the acoustic se- the acoustic bit of the metal that Elliot's struggling Ooh. with at the moment. Um, that one's tough. I, I tried to learn to play it on guitar, and it was just like a mess of notes. And then I learned it like I played it slow on the on the Guitar Hero thing, and I could sort of see the pattern. Because it's you can see it visually coming at you, and your fingers are already kind of learning to respond to that. Mm-hmm. So then I went back to the the guitar, and the pattern I was the pattern I was trying to figure out it kind of clicked in my head, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm such a great reinforcement tool like that. And yeah, coming back yeah, to what I was saying, not, you know, when we were attending uni, this was just such a welcome break for me, and just to be able to mellow out but still engage with music and reinforce the ideas that I was already practicing at uni, you know, complex rhythms and sort of things like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And coordination and timing and metronome and hitting the dots exactly Mm. when they fucking... It's like you get to relax and turn off your brain but also be doing your homework. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's really cool. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, I've had a great time, like digging into this one i think this is one of the guitar here like this specific entry is one i haven't really played very much uh i think mm-hmm. most of my guitar here experience i don't even remember what it would consistently be it was just kind of whatever friends had and then rock band was the only one i owned mm. uh so like that's kind of the one i played the most and and you can definitely notice like an uh an increase in complexity here and a little bit more fidelity to the guitar parts which i think were really cool rock band by nature of being kind of a party game doesn't really encourage mastery Mm. no because you're just kind of like i want to just go and play the next song because i have a group like you can't be like all right group we're gonna play this same song five times in a row to get it perfect you're just like great let's play this let's move on to the next one and then the singer gets to pick the next song right um which is fine but it's again very different experience from this Yeah. yeah yeah that's still like I find that's encouraging you to sit back and enjoy the music <laughs> mm. more. Yeah. But but this one is encouraging you to build good practice habits and routines and learn like it's the the experience of learning instrument almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cuz especially some of those last two chapter songs, you do have to go in the practice mode, slow down and like make a game plan for some oh, of these man. sections cuz you know, Steve, you're talking about the difficulty with the orange button, and that's the thing that everyone comes up against. It's like, okay, yeah. I've got four fingers. There's five colors here. What do I get my yeah. thumb around? But like, Elliot's a cartoon character. He only has four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that Simpsons indexing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's rubbed off on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that becomes, you know, being able to read the Guitar Hero Highway and sort of try and make your plan, you know, when am I going to do that shift to get my first finger down to green or my um, my pinky up to orange? Oh, God, it's making me do both at the same time. Fuck. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. This game really annoyed me when it had green and orange mm. at the same time. Like, both, because this game introduced that chord where you, because I have small hands and I could, like, barely stretch my fingers out that far. Right. And I'm like, this game is now being prejudiced against me. <laughs> See, and I, I I thought that was my problem too. I'm like, okay, do I just have like dinky fingers or something? But like little kids are playing this game like on expert level. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not really the issue. It's just kind of coordination and it's about calming yourself down long enough to just like, you know, yeah. feel it out. So, yeah. Like not paying too much attention and then like y- your hand learns to when to shift between parts of the guitar almost mm. yeah um i think if, you, if you're not focusing on it your hands just sort of starts walking by itself and it's a right. great feeling 
Yeah, that's kind of the goal. It's like you just kind of want to zone out and just like play the song. And, right. and th- those are like, th- those are the moments when I get the most satisfaction at Guitar Hero is yeah. when I'm just kind yeah. of like, oh, wow, I just pulled off that whole complex lick without really thinking about it just because I feel like a fucking rock star. So, yeah, yeah, you got to just lean into you it. You look down, you got that four times multiplayer. Oh, my God, 50 notes trick. Ah, mm. I fucked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, God. shouldn't have looked at it. <laughs> yep, yeah. in your own head. Yeah, you're trying to activate star power and you break yep. your combo. <laughs> So, same old, same old. Same old story. Well, I have, same old so, Sorry. <laughs> I, have, I have exhausted my notes for this game. Do we have anything else we want to say about I, Guitar I, Hero I 3? Have a, got I have more? a couple yeah. closing notes. Yeah, on yeah. Um, I, I think that nostalgia can be a trap and sort of a, you know, a false road to go down. But I honestly do get a little wistful thinking about that this is something that, like, may not come back again and that a lot of people who are younger than us, like, probably totally missed out on and yeah. may not yeah. get a chance. And I I do feel like Guitar Hero or Rock Band 4 came out in like 2015 yeah. and was kind of like felt pretty sloppy compared to Rock Band 3, which Rock Band 3 was basically the pinnacle of this genre in terms of how much money they spent and how many features they put in the game. Right. Um, and, and already in that quicker window, like, yeah. you start losing interest because the games oh, yeah. just went downhill, mm. you know? Like, and, the, they sacrificed so much of the uh, the gameplay enjoyability for just, like, uh, mass appeal, I think, which is a, is a trap that every video game, like, has to fight well, also, with. also, simply, yeah. they run out of songs, too. Like, because yes. even, yeah. like, because yeah. uh, apparently there's, like, including downloadable, there's over 3,000 songs in all of Guitar Hero, you know? And there's so many, yeah. I think the reason it's why massive. the set list for both two and three are so good is because they had this focus of okay, guitar music. And then after mm-hmm. that, when they're trying to do band music, it's like it loses that appeal in that way. And then like even by um then, you're kind of running out of good guitar-y songs to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so at this point, like I do. I really hope that this sort of makes a comeback. I think that there's a market for it based on both, you know, nostalgia of people who are age who might be having kids or yeah. um, have disposable income to be like, hey, I'm going to, you know, rebuy this stuff because this equipment that used to just be at Goodwills and thrift stores all the time is now like somewhat expensive. Like mm. to just buy a functional guitar is like 30, 40 bucks. Um, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It's, it, like I said, it makes me a little wistful, and there's another cool resurgence here of, uh, we can talk about this very briefly, of Clone Hero. I was just going to say, that's it, like our ray of hope, you know? Yeah, but again, you need you need a guitar to play Clone Hero, which is another thing that I think has drove up some yeah. of the price for them. So Clone Hero is essentially a fan-made knockoff. I mean, it's mm. just very open about that in the title. It's well, Clone sure. Hero. Yeah. Um, where you can download the songs for Rock Band and it's essential or for Guitar Hero and Rock Band. You can get basically every song that's been in there in Clone Hero and um And then any other song on Earth that's been mapped out by fans. Yeah. So yeah. like the 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 problem I think with Guitar Hero is that there's an endless supply of really fun guitar songs to play, but not ones that are going to be marketable or mainstream or recognizable enough to put into a video yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this way, like I've got I've got my Tool, my Opeth, my 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 n- any like bizarre heavy metal-y sort of guitar songs or any like progressive rock or like I've got Yes albums and Genesis, um, and it's all there. L- like I've got thousands on my computer now. 
all lovingly handcrafted by fans that spend way more time on it than I, I, could, I could imagine. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it feels, I mean, it feels just like the original Guitar Hero, and you just have to find, you know, find, get to find a guitar and find a way to link it up to your computer, and it plays yeah. great. Like, the drawback is it doesn't have sort of the story mode or narrative to it. It's just yeah. like pick a song and play it, and you can't really fail. Right. Um, but the upsides yeah. is that its mechanics are way improved. Like, for one thing, you can download, like, backtrack videos and things. You can play along to Red Hot Chili Peppers clips and stuff. Oh, I didn't um, know that. You could download custom fretboards and all the blah, blah, blah. You can, you can like, pimp it out, but its practice mechanics are great. Yeah. Like, I really struggle with Guitar Hero 3 because you're in practice mode. You're at full speed or you're at, like, 50% and then, like, 25%. Um, and it, I can get 100% in 50% and then still not be able to play it at 100, you know, hmm. at full speed. But in Clone Hero, you, you can like do set it to increase one percent every time you play it through. You can do like little training tools. You could have it. You could be practicing at ninety three percent, then at ninety four percent, then at until you know. If for like, if you want to sit there and learn to play a song, it's as use. It's as as useful as you could imagine. And the be. Twitch community around it has sort of rallied around that idea where they're doing crazy shit like yeah, playing through through the fire and flames at like one hundred and sixty percent and. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Um, Using only their tongue, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, definitely do yourself a favor and look up some videos of people mastering the through the fire and the flames on Guitar Hero. It is incredibly impressive, well, and especially and it seems impossible for Clone Hero. Like they've been, they've put out fan made songs that are like way more insane than through the fire and flames. Oh, yeah. sure, because they're just designed to be. They're not really a song. They're just they're noise. Just like, yeah, yeah, they're just sort of. Mm, crazy wankery designed to be as difficult as possible yeah as yeah MIDI, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, they can do the same thing with with like training exercises though They're like i've got a couple of of songs that are just like learning the different patterns you see on guitar hero mm. so then i go back to guitar hero and like it's all three note groups or four note groups or mm. this chord or that I chord see. and you start recognizing shapes mm. with less like panic, <laughs> i think with less panic yeah 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 yeah, so I mean, it's a you know, it's a wonderful. It was a wonderful time. Thank you for taking us back there. Steve, yeah. And, oh, hey. Uh, thank hey. you for suggesting. We're it. trapped yeah, there, by the way. Yeah. So I hope everyone's comfortable <laughs> I mean, with their. You know, I'd rather be trapped there than here. Yeah, two thousand five so, sounds pretty good. Yeah, about now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it didn't mm. feel good at the time, but uh, yeah. And looking back with yeah. wisps. hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank I don't you like so looking much, back guys, for suggesting this game. I yes, thank you. This absolutely. There's no better feeling when somebody suggests that you talk about something that you know a lot about and are excited to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, and they, and they more. and they pay you for it. So <laughs> No, that was perfect. That's so uh yeah, thank you guys so much. We 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 love having you here. Um yeah, do you have any th final notes you have to say or anything else you want to uh finish up? Uh my only other note um, about guitar hero is uh, the whammy bar and just um irritating and trolling your friends when you'd have the held notes and you'd drop the whammy bar and it was so out of key with the rest of the song. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I guess the only thing we didn't mention was like how the guitar controllers came out with that slider thing oh, eventually yeah. to feel like you had two hand tapping stuff going on. That was, was that for cool. this game or was that for the that next was, one? That came out in the fourth one. That was a, okay. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Never mind. It, it was sort of, it unfortunately kind of went the way of the Dodo. Um, like yeah. it was only, I think it was in the fourth one and fifth one, and mm. then they stopped supporting it. Yeah. A bunch of yeah. explorers yeah. shot it? Yeah. Like, exactly. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't All know right, that we'll happened. Have the jury control. strike that from their notes then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thank you guys again for being here. Where can people find your stuff? You've got so much, uh, uh, so many amazing projects going on. Yeah, you can hear more of me and Danny on The Simpsons Index. We're reviewing three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. Each one comes from a different decade. We've had Stephen Woody on a bunch of times. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, also Pulp Fury Radio, which is our scripted podcast series, which uh, actually Steve and Danny, you were both on the Jazz Noir episode making little cameos. Hey, all right. Uh, there's the connection <laughs> there. Yeah, pulpfuryradio.com and yeah. Uh, patreon.com slash sidequest studios if you want to kick us some money and get some bonus stuff very well, that cool covers me too but guys it's been a real hoot i've had an absolute blast today thanks for oh, inviting thank me thank you yeah, guys no, so much for being here uh if you want to hear yourself on this ep- on an episode where you can come on and make us play any game you want you could be way meaner to us no than make these us guys play guitar were. hero too <laughs> okay <laughs> <they're fine>. <laughs> uh, you can come back and make us play guitar hero too you can go to patreon.com slash ultra 64 pod sign up at the wonder red tier and then you can come on and guest with us on any game you want so it's a lot of fun and we love doing it we've got a few more of those coming up soon so we're very excited about it uh all right well we will let everybody go and thank you so much and uh all hail rock and roll i guess (laughs) devil horns devil horns